0: attention everyone this is an emergency broadcast the loud frequency coming from your radio is not a mistake do not turn off your radio but instead turn up your radio as loud as it can go do this so we can broadcast this frequency as loud as possible
1: thank you thank you
0: thank you I am recording
2: Five, four, three, two, one. one.
0: And welcome to another episode of Game Stuff. I'm your gaming gal, Kali, and with me today is Roberto. What's up, Roberto?
3: Um, <laughs>
0: doing okay.
3: Um, my insanity has not uh, gone over the hill yet, so, uh, you know, doing pretty good, play a lot of games, ate some good food, so all that, uh, all is well.
0: I am also joined by Joe. What's up,
2: Joe?
1: Not much. Just chilling.
0: And the Canadian himself is back in the house. What's up, Corey?
2: Not much. uh, Just getting used to my new sleep
1: schedule. Uh, it's working out pretty well for me. So it's lonely at night, yeah. but it works. I mean, I keep you company.
0: For those of you that are new to this podcast, we are a conversational podcast for gamers, by gamers, about gaming. This week's topic of the show is we're going to be talking about a game by Riot, who is using Twitch data to determine if you deserve a beta key. So this should be interesting. Uh, but before we get started on um everything, including the backlog beatdown, uh Roberto had wanted to play homage to a man we lost this week. uh Rick. What was his name? I'm so Rick sorry. I just May. forgot
3: his name. he was um a very. Uh, I never. I my regret is never having been, been able to meet him at a convention. Um, but he was a very uh talented voice actor who absolutely loved to uh partake in the works that he 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 did. He actually was a um a theatrical focused person. He played in a lot of plays. Shakespearean plays according to his Wikipedia page. But the reason why I mention him is that he had a pretty significant role in the industry as a voice actor. And for those of you who grew up on Star Fox 64 and the, uh, Team Fortress 2 in 2007, yeah, this one hurts. Uh, he, Rick was actually the voice of Andross and Peppy Hare for Star Fox 64. So for everybody who ever heard Dual Barrel Roll for the first time uh, in 1997, yep, that was him. And for those that played Team Fortress 2, he was the soldier. The, the, you know, the man who had a minigun that, you know, what was it that it cost $200,000 a second to fire this gun or something like that. I forgot the name, uh, the word, but uh, his voice and his demeanor was extremely infectious uh, in that particular game. And he gave everything he did uh, into what he did. So, uh, and obviously, if you play Team Fortress Two, I, I personally haven't. But that character and what that game is means a lot to people. So, regrettably, sadly, he passed away to COVID nineteen this pa- on April the eighth. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a bit of a blow for the for the gaming industry um, and for the talent and also for the voice acting community, which is. Um, which is a very tight-knit community of all sorts of different men and women who do so many amazing things. So it's he's going to be really missed. Uh, but yeah, so if you can, uh, I send it out to his family and to his friends and to everybody out there you know, that knew him, and to, we're going to carry on his legacy. Uh, but when you play Star Fox again or play uh, Team Fortress 2, definitely think of the guy um, and think of his big heart and the heart that he, he shared with the whole uh, industry. So... Thanks for everything, Rick.
4: Okay, so let's hop
0: over to our backlog beatdown. Our current score is JT with 57, CJ with 42, Daryl with 30, Joe here with 26, James McCall with 15, I'm at 14, Tricky Mick is at 13, Homer Gets Stuffed is at 12, Gareth is at 8, Levi is at 6, T-Bird is at 5, Andrew Middlemoss is at 2. Jim is at 2. Derek is at 1. Joshua Craps is at 1. Corey Brandon uh, is at probably negative 100. Roberto is at 1. Simon is at 1. Veronica is minus 1. Daniel Jones is minus 1. And Zachary is minus 1. So keep working on those backlogs, especially in this time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right. Let's find out what we all been playing this week, because uh, a lot of us are in quarantine. So, Roberto, been playing anything fun?
3: Yeah, so I'm going to be as short as I can, but I have there's a bunch of things just to share, um, especially as it ties into the games I played. So, first game I'm going to mention is Paper Beast, a new PlayStation VR game that was recently released from the man who created Another World and uh, a dedicated team of... Uh, designers and engineers from uh, from Europe, from France particularly. Now, here's what happened with me with this particular game. Two years ago, I played PlayStation 4 and a thunderstorm with my nephew. Not a very good idea, I know, but I was really having fun playing Earth Defense Force and everything, and suddenly, or we were playing Stardust Galaxy Wars, something like that. Suddenly, the power goes out, and... We have a good grid here. So the power came back like 45 seconds later. And in my almighty wisdom, I said, all right, no big deal. Let me play games again. About three minutes later, the power goes out again. And then I turned it on a second time thinking, okay, you know what? I'll be fine. And then it goes out again. If I eventually came back, but the reason why I bring this up is, as you know, video game systems are sturdy, but they're also delicate. And when you do something like that, you might mess something up. So I did. Every time I tr- booted a new game up, this code on the PS4 would come up. It's like NP30571, something like that. And I always ignored it because, you know, you boot the game up and you play it. And it happens once. It logs you out of the whole game completely and then you have to start it over again. And sometimes it, uh, it deletes your, your updates. So you have to go in again. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know, my PS4 is old. So that's probably what it is. Now, when I played Paper Beast, I began to notice that the trophies were not popping they weren't even though some of them like there's literally a trophy for beating the game i beat the game and the trophy didn't pop so i did something very risky i wiped my ps4 i said oh my god all those save files could be lost forever so yesterday i wiped it i've been redownloading games all day <laughs> uh but fortunately the trophies worked And I was able to enjoy my my experience of Paper Beast a bit more. So Paper Beast drops you in an alien world. No real context of what's going on, except a Walkman appears in front of you, and this giant, weird creature appears before you, made out of paper. You're in a world of desert, paper, rock, and where the skies are all numbers. It's strange, it's weird, it's peaceful. And throughout about the four-hour journey, you solve puzzles and go on this strange, surreal journey into this Paper Beast world. It's strange. It's interesting. I felt very relaxed playing it. I really liked it. I felt that the game was truly amazing in its visual interpretation, its gameplay. The puzzles were fun. It was just over way too short. The game only lasts about 3-4 hours tops. And then, that's not, then you just probably can go get collectibles and that's it. And then... There's a sandbox mode where you can actually play around with the elements of the game. You can terraform, add ice and rock and water, and put tons of animals in there, and eliminate gravity, change the sun, stuff like that. So you can go into god mode, basically. And it's nice. The only thing is, is like I said, it's, too sh- it's very short. I'd say probably get it on sale. But it's a very strong game for what it is, you know, for the short term. I just wish it was much longer. Um, I like playing those kinds of games that are relaxed. But the, and just to put things in perspective, for the backlog beatdown and trophy hunting, there's a trophy in this game that has you take a Walkman, like a 1980s large suitcase-sized Walkman, and try and drag it to a certain location. Now, to get to that location without dragging it would take you like, tens- like a minute. But because you, you have to carry this Walkman, the Walkman weighs a ton and can only be picked up a certain way. You have to drag it, and it takes an hour to get this Walkman to the sinkhole. So I think someone out there last second thought, "Hey, how can we pad the gameplay out this more?" And it's like, "Oh, let's do this whole thing," and where we have to take a Walkman and drag it for an hour, and that's kind of what happened. But so, like I said, Paper Beast is good. I liked it. I just maybe thirty dollars is a little expensive, or I think it's twenty or thirty. Fifteen dollars would be the sweet spot. But otherwise, a pretty good narrative story of peace and um, wonder and imagination. Uh, next game. That I also played this week. Um I played a little more Animal Crossing. I finally have a house. Um I had I invited people over to my uh island.
0: What was the problem?
3: With, with Animal Crossing?
0: Why couldn't you get a house before? Because I was very confused.
3: I didn't know. I didn't place. know how to pay my debt. <laughs> he
5: was new. He didn't know what he was doing.
3: I actually had a friend of mine, uh his name is Matthew. He lives in uh Crystal Lake, uh that area of New Jersey, which is up in the mountains. And He actually, you know, he actually said, hey, man, do you need help? I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be, I'd I'd appreciate the help. So he literally showed up to my island, gave me like a pole, a shovel, a fish, everything like that. So he helped me out. And then Corey, yes, I was going to get to you, Corey. Gave a pole. Corey gave a pole. No, no, he gave me another pole. I got two. Oh, you got two poles. Corey also stepped onto my island as well. And um, we had an island party. Yeah. So he helped out also significantly. So thank you. I appreciate that. It felt kind of nice, I'm not going to lie. Everyone's, like, I can see the sense of community and heartwarmingness of this particular thing. So now I can travel the rest of the island and pluck more weeds. So, Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, Which I did post out there. If you need your weeds plucked, uh, just tell me and I'll come right over. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it was nice. Um, I got to just play it more and uh, get going on it. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty good then uh finally i played uh just to go over a couple of games real quick because I played a bunch so uh first up, i one hundred percent completed in platinum's creature in the well on the p s four uh nice which, yeah congrats so it's it's a now the only drawback with this game is that it's about a ten hour game uh it's it's that's like tops it's so uh for fifteen bucks, you did get a lot of fun for ten hours, I will have to say. And it's still an amazing game. I noticed on the PS4 the eye, the color pops a little more. And things are just a little smoother. But it's nearly identical to the Switch version. But it was great to play this on the PS4. It was fantastic to enjoy. I just love the world and what's there. and um, I do hope we revisit Creature in the Well at some point in the future. I don't know with what, but I really like what they were doing. I had a lot of fun playing that. I played Habroxia. Or Habroxia, which is uh, that shmup. that. Um, that was made by the Illimation or or Lulu Loli-Mation. It's a it's a really easy shmup that you can play in platinum in like two or three hours. But it's a lot of fun because it's like one man made like a, a spaceship shooter that looks a lot like an NES spaceship shooter. And the music's charming, the gameplay's char- just challenging enough, so it's good. Uh, so lo- moving forward, I also played um Le- uh, Dragon's Crown on my vita so i really liked what that was and i've been working on that and i played uh dirt rally 2.0 which is one of the uh playstation plus free games yo that How game's- was it yeah first um Kalai, don't buy this game um you're gonna hate it because <laughs> <laughs> i got don't driving think- oh yeah it's it's not just driving it's dirt driving we're talking gravel mud dirt and, oh it's, it's it's oh yeah it's tough
2: i tried playing it because i love the old dirt games like the old dirt racing games because they're like arcadey and yeah. i jump into it and there's no tutorial at r and it's like th- uh turn right three and i'm yeah. like what the fuck turn does left, three mean uh
3: narrow bridge uh 150 make a right at the u-turn 150 watch right the jump. Two. yeah i'm just wait what, what?
1: Yeah, it's a, well,
2: it's cuz it's a rally trial game. So it actually is like a rally race where the guy will give you numbers based on so if he says 1, it means it's a sharp turn. If he says 5, it's like a kind of like a nice like sh- shallow turn. But he's like tells you how many meters you have to go and then tells you 3, right? followed by 150 two left and then it's like tells you each way and you have to like literally go through this thing and it's 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 not easy.
1: Yeah,
5: can you just can you just play the game normally, like just that is out? the game. That, that is, the, is game. the
3: game. You and you only have like five. You're in a tournament. You only have like five retries. You can't like if you try too much, you have to retire from the event. Um, yeah. What I what the it, fuck? It's yeah. It's it's not Gran Turismo. You know, it's not like a sim, but it kind of is in a sense because it's,
2: it's uh, the grid and dirt uh, are made by Codemasters, which is the guys mm-hmm. that brought us MotorStorm. And what they did is they kind of made a cross between a sim game and an arcade game so it's the idea of it's realistic cars realistic on the idea that you can calibrate them but it's more of the not as unforgiving as gran turismo but at the exact same time it's still to that point where you do have to yeah do better than just driving around a corner but
3: okay so, so uh just to clarify a bit so, you're right. So, it looks like Codemasters had a handle in, in MotorStorm, but primarily that was developed by uh, Evolution Studios and Big Big. But I think oh, Codemasters... Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, um, yeah the... Codemasters
2: Grid is their... done... Yeah, Grid is the big game that they've made. Actually, I was thinking about right. buying the, big, the Grid collection, or Grid, whatever it is, because it's uh, all... It's supposed to be like this continuously updating game that has cars and new tracks every month or something like that. I don't know.
5: I mean, any yeah. racing game is better than Gran Turismo. Oof. wow wow oh, <laughs> that game is
3: that game is trash on the ps4 have you played the new one no I, I bought out too many games but um that's probably gonna be next but in any case no i i actually have to say like i got angry at the game because like i crashed my car and then i could restart the tournament but then i played another tournament in new england and like uh I it's just you gotta be careful with that handbrake you gotta pump the brakes you have to do not play in third person. You have to play this in the first person view, whether it's in the cockpit view or out of cockpit, but you have to play this in first person because those turns are, are really ridiculous. But, uh, it's really it's... that hard, yes, yeah. All right, I'm playing this as soon as we get off because I need
5: to see how ridiculous this yeah. is.
3: Yes, nah, no, well, I'm gonna tell you if you plan on going to bed tonight, don't uh play this tomorrow because it, it might frustrate you, so <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm always uh, open to uh, digging, dipping into new water, so that was a good one. I like that one. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it for me. Um, oh, and then last one, uh, Grant- Ganberry Super Strikers, that RPG that from Atalaika that's a soccer, but it's an RPG or kind of like a JRPG, and lastly. Legend of the Skyfish. I'm gonna try and platinum that. It's the fish hook game with combat. It's actually really nice. And Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate. I'm on part two. Have to fight the through the monster and save everyone. And uh, so far, so good. So, uh, so you've let's been busy. Go, yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, do we have an order, or do you want, do you want me to just pick? Corey, you can go
5: next because you have a oh. pretty interesting. You had a pretty oh. interesting week. I mean, for me,
2: I only played three games this week. I'll go through the ones that. Or, like, kind of, like, a little bit. I played more Animal Crossing. I mean, it's just a game that I pick up every day now and kind of play a couple hours. Or when I get bored, or if I'm, like, watching something on TV, I'll just pick it up, play for a couple hours. Uh, the other game is I bought Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures. Well, um, on this, for, I bought it for the Switch. Why? Why did I buy it for the Switch? Because I don't own a PC. No,
0: just wide in general.
2: No, I love Roller Coaster Tycoon. Do not destroy my dreams. I played this even know that was on the platform. It's good. It's on sale actually. It was on sale for regular like sixty bucks. It was on sale like for twenty dollars. So I picked it up. Like I've always loved the Roller Coaster Tycoon games. They've always been a favorite of mine. And I mean, they're just great, fun little games to play. Um, now with this one, uh, it's interesting. It's a very different version of rollercoaster tycoon it's not it, it's the same game but it's different so they've made a lot of changes um what they've done is simplified the game for people that played the originals uh they weren't very simple they were the idea that literally you would click on your like patrons and you'd be like what did you do and it would tell you how much money they had Their like mo- emotes and they would tell you how, fu- how many times they've gone to your bathroom and all this stuff they've completely changed that it makes the game very streamlined and simple uh, you don't have to make lines. You don't have to, you know, build these weird little like blue special lines and so that you can have like so many people be into your cart. It just it's a fun little game. Um, it makes the roller the my favorite new part of new mechanic they built is they actually building the roller coasters is a lot more simple before it used to be this weird thing where you'd be like, OK, so every piece of the roller coaster you built, you had to pay money for this one. You go, it's four grand or eight grand. Here's your roller coaster. And then the way it works is it works with the controller, where all you do is you push forward, you push left, you push right, and the controller the roller coaster builds itself as you're going. And you can change angles and all that stuff. So that's a neat way that they've changed it. Um my only complaint from being a classic roller coaster tycoon player and uh go moving into this game is uh it even though they made it more simple. Simple. I would like it to be a little bit more advanced for people that have played the old games before, but I can see where they're going. They're going to get a lot more people involved in it, which is kind of nice. My And they also added an adventure mode, which is kind of neat, where it adds uh, branching. You get It makes it so you're building yourself from a fair to a multi, uh, like, basically international park. Uh, my only complaint, though, is I can't purposely... Uh, Put a hole of water somewhere so I can drop angry patrons that do not like my park into it so I can drown them (laughs) so they can't give me a bad review of my park. I also can't purposely uh, make a roller coaster that would intentionally fail so I can kill the patrons. They've removed that. You can't have catastrophic failures on your park anymore, which... I mean, that was just my way of being someone that was like, oh, you don't like my, my park? Here you go. You get forced into a line, into a, a death trap. But uh, other than that, it was good. Now, the game that everyone's been waiting for that it, um, is Final Fantasy VII. What a game. Now, obviously, I can't spoil anything. Um, for those who haven't played, it, it's great that they've in- introduced the game where it's good for people that have never played a Final Fantasy. Or you don't have to know the world. It kind of just puts you through it. It's a brand new experience. You don't have to really know the world of Final Fantasy to enjoy this game. Um, they've had a combination of the battle system from Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 15. So the nice thing is is the battle system itself is not built like the old classic turn-based, which I kind of like the little more action oriented version. It does require a little bit more getting used to, but it is better in that sense. Um, I also beat it already. Um, I clocked in 38 hours to beating the game. (laughs) Now, was that,
3: uh, straight through or did you do any side quests? I did all the side quests. Okay. So Um... the,
2: so the, the big thing is, and this is where I know the big complaint with a lot of people right now is they fluff this, the missions with side quests. Uh, Side quests are kind of there to help you get around the idea of, we all remember, we're all JRPG players here in some way, shape, or form, and grinding is a thing. To purposely go somewhere to level your characters is a normal thing. What Final Fantasy VII has done is they've built these side quests up for you and your combatants so that the side quests level you up enough to be ready for the next area. That's mm-hmm. how they've done it. They, it's not a, the side quests aren't just fetch quests. There's actual like things you need to do. It's not just hey go find this. There you go. It's actually story integrated, integrated side quests, which is nice. Um, and uh, like I say, it's a it's a story that I just couldn't put down, and that's why I beat it so fast. Um, it took me like, basically I did it in four days. <laughs> so,
0: did um did is it now? Since they're breaking it up and not being able to play the entire thing at once. Does it feel like there's a cliffhanger? Or does it feel like it's a complete closed game that you would never have to play the second one?
2: Um, it's a bit of both. So I can't really I don't wanna go too much into the ending of what happened because yeah, don't you do have that. to play it to experience it, but all I can tell you right now is when I finished the game, this did not feel like, oh hey, I just played thirty eight hours into a game and I don't feel like I accomplished anything like this game itself feels like a fully fledged, like you feel like you've accomplished something. And I will admit
0: that in
2: all honesty, the way that the one thing I will say, and this does not spoil anything, knowing how they ended this game. I don't know how many discs this is going to be. I don't know how much, how long the story is going to be. I don't know anything about it.
3: Right. Um. Uh, Johnny Millennium from um, uh, Happy Console Gamer actually said that likely we're looking at several years of this entire story being told.
2: And, and, and in all honesty, it is, uh, the way that they've built this game and the way that I see the systems working, like y- you look at a lot of games today. Um, having a full sequel doesn't seem like a a thing that we're coming up with anymore. Um, you look at division two. I mean, we should have tricky Mick here talk about it because he plays it more than he like sits there and does anything else. But, uh, Basically, if you look at it, like a lot of people talk about the expansion of uh, the New uh, New York expansion that they came out for with Division 2 is like a whole new game. And I think that's where we're going with Final Fantasy. I don't think we're going to see them come out with big giant blips. We're not going to see this, hey, here's another 50, 60 hour story. I think what you're going to see is online, uh, you're going to see updates that are free. They're going to continue the story a bit or give backstory into certain characters. I think we're going to see it where we get patches or seasonal DLC in order to uh, bring that up. I don't think this game is going to be a, hey, look, here's this game, this game, this game. This is when it comes out, especially being that the PS5 is coming out. I have a feeling that they're going to build this game into be a, this is the story we've built. This is what you can do like there's still so much for me to do in the game to go back through and pl- replay and the idea that we could have we could have we could have individual we could literally have individual games on each character like there's there's nothing stopping them from doing this this could be a whole big giant world that they could explore and really flesh out so i mean it's one of those things where i'm I, i'm i'm hoping someone beats it soon because i really want to talk about it and i can't because I don't want to spoil it for anyone.
3: Well, we'll see how that goes with me. Um, I have one last question before you move on to uh, Joe or, or Kalai. The Tycoon game. Would you recommend... I mean, honest-to-goodness opinion coming off the top of your head, whatever. Would you recommend that for kids? Uh, yes. 100%. percent this,
2: this this old? This roller coaster, The The new one. The new one is so simple, it's easy to teach. It's almost like the difference is, is you're not having to manage a lot like you used to in the old ones. It kind of does that for you. It kind of teaches. It's like instead of having it where um, before you would have to hire handymen and make sure they were paid properly and uh, hire entertainers and have a certain amount of entertainers per square footage of your park. This one's like, put put a janitor station here. It takes control of this much of your park.
1: You oh, don't okay, have to nice.
2: pay them. Yeah, it. you don't have to manage them. You don't have to make sure they're picking up everything. You don't have to put their color of their outfit. You don't have to do any of that. Same idea with your rides. It's like build a road, place ride, build another place, another ride, place another ride. Oh, the ride's too expensive. Okay. Lower the value of the ride. Done. It, it's, it makes it quite easy. It's not, it's not anywhere close to as hard as the old ones used to be where you were having to sit there and like Depending on the color or the scenery around your ride would make people like it or not like it. Like there was a lot of things you had to pay attention to in the old ones. But okay, I,
3: um, I have don't pay Gats- full price, hundred yeah, percent. Do not pay I, full price because I see it, it's it's on sale for twenty dollars as of uh, this recording. Um, all right, I mean because I have a I have a godson who's going to turn eight in a few weeks, and um, we're thinking about getting him a switch. Uh, I'm th- we were going to definitely get him Animal Crossing, but it's like. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other games to recommend to him, or um, if we do that. So I think that's one of them. But uh, yeah, Saturday that, that, morning RPG
2: is a dollar twenty six right now. Uh,
1: I
3: don't a know. dollar? I, mean, I, I, I don't even think he knows what RPGs are. But well, I mean, maybe that might be something to introduce to him. So we'll see. Anyways, I would say uh for anybody else, that's
2: a great game. Dollar twenty six oh, yeah. right now.
3: Oh yeah, it's it's on Vita too. I think we've
2: Bob. all
5: played it on PS4. Actually, I think all of us have beat that game.
1: Yeah, I have to
2: play...
0: What game? Saturday, Saturday Morning, morning RPG.
5: RPG. You platinum it, oh, didn't you? Yeah,
0: that is... I did platinum, yes. It was a lot of fun. I would say it's
2: right, right, right now a need. dollar on the Switch.
3: You can't so. pass that up. Um. Alright, uh, anything else, Corey?
2: No, that's that's pretty much it. I know uh, that, that's pretty much all I've done. Uh, It's been my life as Final Fantasy VII, and I, I cannot recommend enough for people th- to pick up this game, because just what they've done with this Final Fantasy, they've never done with any other one, and I think that you're going to see a big change in the way we play a Final Fantasy game with this game, so I'll, I'll pass it off to Joe and what he's been playing.
5: Um, Alright, and- so, thank you, Corey. I mean, I'll start off with, I played Final Fantasy 7 as well this week. I think I've put in almost about 9 or 10 hours at this point. I just finished, I just started chapter 8, so... I'm almost about halfway through the game because there's only 18 chapters, so they get a little longer as they go, as that's what Corey was telling me, like, once you once you break like chapter, like, like 9 or 10, they start to get longer, and they start to flesh out a little bit more. Um, I'm loving the game. I had a reaction that I know was similar to Corey's when I first booted up the game, and when I first got to the slums in Midgar and I saw it, like, fully realized in HD graphics, I was like, holy crap, man, like, I almost cried, like, it was beautiful, like, like, to see something that I've played so many times as a kid, and as an adult, and I'm like, wow, like, and, like, it, it made me have the feels for, like, a good, like, four or five minutes, and then, like, every time a new character gets introduced, it's, like, the same feeling over and over again, because you're like, all right, how's this character gonna look? How's this character gonna look? They, uh, Square did a really good job of not divulging everything in this game until the final trailer. If that is, but I haven't watched it, but I've heard it ruins a lot of stuff. I mean, Corey, can you can you attest to that? That it shows a lot in that final trailer. In all honesty, I'll I'll
2: indulge this. People that have played the game before to play this game, you're not gonna really lose a lot. But that final no, trailer- you're only getting
5: the first what four hours of the game from the original game first four or five hours that's all this is even if
2: that but the the difference is
5: is what they don't show in
2: the 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 big thing is that trailer from beating the game beating the game i thought that trailer spoiled a lot but doesn't spoil shit like in (laughs)
5: what you what you want i mean the game's completely different i'll tell you that like for anybody who's played the original game this is a new game you're not getting the same game exactly and that's where like i said the
2: the stuff they show like once you get to that point the stuff they show you in that final trailer is stuff you already knew
5: as a final fantasy fan the stuff you don't know is the stuff that's not in that trailer i mean the stuff that's not in that trailer that's in the first few chapters of that game like blew my mind and i was like all right this is different this is not the same game we're going somewhere different um I can talk a little bit about the combat in the game. I don't know if Corey touched on this because unfortunately I was heading to my daughter. So if I repeat things, guys, sorry for listeners at home. Sorry. Um, a combat's iffy for me. I'm not sure if I love it or if I hate it. I'm on the fence still. I mean, it's, it's very intuitive combat and keeps you on your toes. And it really makes you think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. But it also makes all the abilities and the magic and the materia make more sense. And that they actually mean something now. You can't just press X over and over again. Or circle over and over again and beat the game. You're, you're going to lose. You're going to die fast. You can't just play as Cloud. Like, I tried that. Because I, like, I was like, Cloud's awesome. I don't need these players. But then I realized like you have to, you have to aggro like, enemies away from certain characters so they, can build up their ga- well, so they can build up their gauges and then switch back to somebody else so then they can use their, their active skills to help you. But they don't gain them because the the way the active uh, battle system works in this is you gain um, your active your your ATP meter fills up as you attack. So if you don't attack, it fills up so goddamn slow. Like it's like it just crawls. Like it it like takes like it like n- <laughs> no one can see what you're doing. <laughs> well, my hands moving slowly across the screen, and like and then it'll 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 do that blink sound, and then you'll get like you'll get an active uh, an active battle where you can actually use uh, magic or a skill or a summon. And the summons, are th- it's really cool the way they did the summons in this too. Uh, Corey, did you touch on that or no?
2: No, I didn't touch on any really of the, too much of the battle system because I figured you would...
5: Yeah, the summons you are the dope. Battle. Like you-, you summon a summon, it's kind of like eight, where they stay out for X amount of time and as you earn active time battle uh, points, or ATB points, you can use those to use summon abilities. And they do a shit ton of damage. And they're pretty dope. Um, other than that, what can I say? The game, for what it is, and for what everyone complained about it just being like the first part of like this grand, like Opus, because that's really what this is. this is. This is like, this game was a masterpiece to, to so many people. And for them to treat it the, with the love and care that they've treated this game with so far, um, I'm very impressed. And I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do uh i'm optimistic that the next one will be out within the next 2 to 3 years only because they scrapped the entire project and finished this this 40 hour game in about a year and a half year and a half almost 2 years from when they restarted up the project after scrapping it i think that's right that's about right corey right i about think so almost-
2: yeah and that's the big thing from from what like i say with the way the game ends the way the game plays the way like the idea that you finish the game at level 50 is a big kind of uh, opener to the, what now I see the game going for the future.
5: Now, Kali, I know you played it, right? And you said you didn't like the game at all. Like, can you touch on that a little bit more? <laughs> hmm.
0: <sighs> I mean, that's fine. We talked about this last week.
5: I know, but what if... But I'll touch... Yeah, please.
0: Touched on it again. So, I don't know if I was in the right headspace to play the game. I kind of get bored because there was a lot of cutscenes. Because in Final Fantasy VII, that's what made it so good was they had this big cinematic, and on top of that, I don't know if I like the combat system. I just didn't like the way they changed it, so I might try to replay it with the original battle system because I know that's an option.
5: So it is it is it like Corey? Can you explain how classic mode works? Because it's yeah, really not so. It's really so, not the same thing.
2: So I'll explain it this way. So the way it works is. You can play Easy or Normal, which allows you to freely have access to all your characters all the time. You're controlling how they punch. You're controlling how they they attack during the time. You're controlling where they move. They're guarding. They're evading. If you put it on Classic mode, which is... uh, Like, Kathy's playing the game as well. Uh, She switched over to Classic from Easy. uh, Just because she finds it a little bit more uh, action-based. It's a little bit nicer. So, the way classic mode wait works is all your characters attack automatically so you don't control the main character you have when their atb bar fills up like joe was explaining after attacking and doing whatever you can switch between your characters and get them to do their extra abilities their spells and their items uh a classic is more or less uh imagine it as uh playing something like um uh like Age of Empires or Total War, where you're like, army, go here, attack, and then you watch them battle and do whatever, but during that battle, you can choose what they do. Like, if they do a special formation or do their abilities during that time, and that's you're kind of watching this cinematic
1: experience go on as you're doing it. And I will so it's admit, more. So it's more like a, playing, like, Pillars of Eternity? Because that's kind of how that plays. Like, you, you... You control your characters, but only to a point.
5: Like you have a party, and then you can tell your party what to do, pretty much, and then they do it. It reminds me of the old
2: Grandia games, kind of. But the difference is they'd just be constantly attacking. But there's a, the, in cinematic wise, yes, there is a lot of cinematics, but that's because I think cinematically they have to. Mm-hmm. They they have to do a lot of cinematics because they can't. They're not. If they just gave us a bunch of text boxes and said, "Hey, look, my name's Cloud. I have blonde hair." I angry, like they just don't. You don't get the feeling. You don't get the like the. In all honesty, I was really upset that they put a streamer to be Aerith Uh, for the game, I was like, why not pick a professional person? Um, and I will admit, I was wrong. uh, Yeah, she's she's doing a really good job so far. She's doing a really good job, and I think that's really where the cinematics are built. There, I will admit, if you skip every cinematic, the game does become. A little bit shorter but it's the same idea like with Metal Gear Solid 5 it's the same argument right uh, it's a mini movie inside of a game um, it, those cinematics like if you went through the entire thing of or Metal Gear Solid 4 sorry if you went through the entire thing of Metal Gear Solid or any of the Metal Gear Solids, really and skipped all the cinematics you would have no idea what's going on and I think that's really what Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> they're, they're, they're really trying to build the, the characters in this game I mean you still it, have
5: no idea what's going on in Metal Gear <laughs> But it's it's the idea
2: of, I think they use this as more of a building block, and I do know the first chapter is because it's trying to, and that's where the game, demo plagues takes place, there's a lot of cinematics and a lot of everything in there because they're trying to build the characters right off the bat, and I do, will admit that as you go through the game, there is less of that building and more of the, hey, go, let's do this, let's go and invo- explore the world. The first chapter is kind of a little bit of a, like I the think first they sh- two chapters.
5: I think they should have gave the slums as the demo. yes, I agree. because it's more of a representation of what the whole game is as a whole, but um, let's get off of Final Fantasy and let's move on to what else I've been playing.
3: um so yeah, well, Kali. Other... Uh, yeah, what have you been playing?
0: No, uh Joe's not finished. Oh, okay, I mean, I only Don't talked about one game joke. yeah, I only have I only have oh. two other things
5: to talk oh, about. okay Barber. um, so I finished Mad Max. So I finished all of Mad Max and I probably won't go back to get the platinum just because it's such a crazy grind. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like ridiculous. And then some of the things you have to do in that game are like, no, I'm not doing that. But I beat it. And I have to say, like, the game was an awesome journey. Like anybody who hasn't played Mad Max for PS4, Xbox uh, one, I think it's actually on the Switch now. You should definitely pick it up. Like, it's no, a it's great not a game. No, I think
3: it I think it is no it's not on switch bud we would have sure? found out about this i am sure it's from avalanche software the guys that make just cause it's not on switch i mean right, even if there's a game similar but it's a tactical strategy called max carnage
5: no that's not yeah no
3: it's but, but anyway I it has the picture but no no the mad max is not on the switch
5: all right so it's not on the switch guys sorry
3: it is on PC. I'm, I think it might be on Epic Games Store. It's on Xbox One and PS4. But yes, I, I'll attest that. It, it is a fantastic game. Some people were a little bit disgruntled when it came out because it's a giant desert. What do you do in Dude, a giant desert? Awesome, but there's though. so much more to do. It's not just a giant desert. The, the vehicular combat's fantastic. The hand-to-hand combat's fantastic. The, I uh, think it's a
5: better game than Just Cause, honestly. Like Because it has such a good world behind it. That it was, it was more enjoyable for me than Just Cause 3 was.
3: Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I'm working on Just Cause 4 myself, but like, I, I will agree. Like, Just Cause is a giant island to blow stuff up. Mad Max is a giant desert with a story to destroy things. And I think cars. pretty much. Yeah. I think it's so. better.
2: It, it's, the, it's what gr- uh, Red Faction Guerrilla should have been. Yes!
3: Yeah, but Guerrilla came out in 2008. It's, like, no, it's, it's... No, no, I
2: know. I'm just saying that it, for, for people that didn't play Red Faction Guerrilla will understand the idea of it being a big, giant, open world with nothing. Uh, but there was just not enough other stuff around that game to keep it good, whereas I've played a little bit of Mad Max, and I'll agree like there's actually some other things that keep it enjoyable while playing through it.
5: And then other than Mad Max, which I finished, I played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for about another five or six hours. I'm in the Android saga now and I'm loving that game. It's just so good. I'm such a huge Dragon Ball Z fan and just reliving this story again in such like high fidelity and high grat and, and just upresed. It's just be- it's beautiful. The game is beautiful. It's such a great game. I would definitely say it's one of my favorite games I've played in the last few years. Uh Roberto, did you
3: pick did you pick up DBZ? Kakarot? No, right now I'm on a holding pattern with with um big games like that because I also picked because before we with the, the mall shut down here for the quarantine I picked up Astroneer and I picked up um uh the Outer Worlds so oh you're Kakarot, good then you yeah Kakarot's gonna have to wait um but I mean uh, you'll get it you'll get it when it goes on sale yeah I know Reber, I know I
5: know Corey wants to pick it up when it goes on sale
1: Man, yeah it's yeah it's, there's I mean... just
3: so many games it's like, I've been mean to just also start watching the anime, just, just because my buddy Brett, I have a buddy who's huge into DBZ. Just You've never watched it? i watched it, but just, like, uh, the episodes I remember watching specifically were just on Toonami during the, um, during the Frieza saga, and Namek, and blowing up the planet, and I didn't watch all of the Cell saga, I just watched, like, the final parts, so I remember I mean, that it- battle, and... There's the Garlic Junior Saga because Toonami would hype it up as the Garlic Junior Saga tonight, Saturday night at eight p.m. Eastern. Be there. Yeah, Toonami was dope. Toonami was definitely dope. That's really it. I mean, I did see the the Broly movie though last year, and I bought it on Blu-ray. But in terms of like watching the different episodes and wondering what that purple coyote thing is, and that he's the <laughs> god of death or whatever, and um, you know, and 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 Doctor Satan or whatever, you know, like that's I don't know these things uh, yeah. i would
5: i would definitely i would definitely watch the whole thing like the whole arc is just so well done it's i mean there's a lot of filler but like as Corey and i talked the other night just privately well i would call just be talk every night but anyway we were talking about how like filler episodes and like filler stuff in games is not like it's not terrible and it's it's needed like you need that character build because if you don't invest in the characters and you don't care about the characters you're not going to want to continue the game
3: right yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll take a look when it's on sale. Yeah, Kali, what have you been playing this
1: week?
0: Well, I beat Outer Worlds.
1: Nice, congratulations. Cool, how long did it take?
0: Yeah. Uh, it didn't take long, it was like maybe 30 hours. Actually, I had uh, stopped last week because I only play while gym works. Like, I play my single player stuff and then we do stuff at night. So I can only play video games from about 9 to 5.
3: <laughs> it's like a job not a bad life i know
0: right i'm so
5: sorry that you can only play video games for eight hours a day
0: i know (laughs) or you (laughs) i know what am i gonna do so i played a character that was mostly like talking i did a very charismatic character and it was really funny in the end because in the game you get this device that allows you to sneak around in areas because you look like somebody else but there's a there's a bar and when that bar hits zero you'll get discovered And you have to be able to talk your way out of it or you get thrown out or you have to fight your way out of it. Well, I talked my way out of almost every situation. And because I was so charismatic, some of the actual, like, dialogue was hysterical. Like, I would have, like, machines come up to me and, like, you do not look like you belong here. And I'd be like, this statement is false. And that would mess up the entire computer so I'd be able to sneak away. Another computer was like, you don't belong here. I'm like, 00111011011. It's like, wait a second, Binary was outlawed years ago, we're in Trinary, I'm like, what? And then I would confuse it, and it would totally let me go. So...
1: do so you Jedi mind-tricking just... things?
0: Yes, yeah, so I was Jedi mind-tricking things, it was pretty fun. But you don't yes, like Star so Wars. So re-
3: and did you, yeah. so did you want 100% it, or do you have to go back in?
0: Oh, I'm not gonna 100% that game, I played it on Xbox Game Pass. I'm done, it's not worth the extra point, and the backlog beat down. Um, I might replay it, I'm not 100% sure.
3: Oh, so you have to play it on different classes that's... or something, or no?
0: I, I haven't looked at all of them, but I mean, there's probably collectibles, which I'm not into getting collectibles. Right.
3: And... But I gotta, I I gotta collect tell you, like, yeah, I agree with you, because uh, when I play Paper Beast, you have to find these little orbs to unlock things in the sandbox mode I mentioned, and they're hidden in an environment of sand and water and oil and rock and ice, and it's just... <laughs> there was even one was in the dark like the darkness and i had to like go hunt it i didn't have a flashlight but anyway um that's cool though uh so overall like uh would you cuz i have the game myself um just what are your just general impressions about it like was the combat good was the story good was oh, the, the world and everything good
0: the, the combat was amazing the storyline it's like any other fallout this is the same developer who did New Vegas. So it's not mind-blowing, but with all the side quests that you're going to want to do, it's a lot of fun and engaging. Good, okay. So I would definitely rec- recommend it. um, Especially for someone like you who doesn't play a lot of role-playing games. Because it's not heavy on the role-playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some role-playing, but you can customize and tailor the game to your liking, so it could be a pure FPS. Jim's playing is an FPS, and shot a guy who was dying because he wanted his pants, which you can do.
5: Like Terminator? He just took that dude's pants?
0: Yeah, he just took that dude's pants, and speaking of Terminator, I beat N100% Terminator Resistance on PC. Oh, look at that
3: segue. Yeah, you, steam- <laughs> you, steam- <laughs> you steamrolled into that. I'm still in I'm still the Skynet mission because I was so focused on Paper Beast and the other stuff, so I'll probably platinum that tonight. Um, but what did you think?
0: Uh, it was really good. I really loved the ending. They had such an epic battle that is true to any Terminator movie that I was like pretty impressive. And I was lucky enough there is a decision you have to make in the game that can help you out in that battle and I made the decision. So,
1: Good job, it okay. Was,
0: it, worked, it worked out for me. Oh, and then I oh. went back and um, you can go back. There are no missable trophies in the game. I don't think there's a platinum in the game for the PlayStation players out there. Uh, but you can go back and replay chapters, so I missed two, 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 um achievements in chapter 11. You have to unlock the unlockable door, mm-hmm. so you have to have lock-picking level 3. I was only lock-picking level 2 when I went back to it, so what I wound up having to do is um, I had to do the other one first to get my uh, level up, and then I could unlock the level 3 to get the door. And the other one is there is a T47 that you need to take down in the back to Pasana- uh, uh, Pasadena, um, if you, have you done that one yet?
3: No, I had just gotten into the mission, and yeah, I, I read the trophy list, and they said, yeah, make sure your are picking skills at level three, so it is at level three right now, I haven't gotten to that part yet, um.
0: So you're not even close to halfway done the game yet?
3: Well, I mean, I'm, I, I literally just started back to Pasadena.
0: Then you might be at the 50%, I don't think you're gonna finish it tonight, <laughs> um.
3: Well, who knows? I got, well, the T- <laughs> I got nothing but time, so, but that's really cool, the- so, uh, and you said you had to fight a T-47, talk to the,
0: yes, yes, that one was a little bit harder, so the, uh,
3: the big tank with the, with the lasers?
0: Uh, no, the, well, yeah, it's sort of tank-like-ish, like- it's not. A tank, tank. There is a tank, tank in the game, but that's not later like, do, is it, is it it the
3: latest Is it the giant robot in the beginning of T two that has like the two laser cannons on its side?
0: Yes. That looks yes, like. Uh, that, that looks
3: like. What's his name from Short Circuit? Johnny Number Five. Yes. Oh shit. Yes. Oh. Oh god. <laughs>
0: yes. So that one is hard because yes, you do have a weapon that can destroy Terminators.
3: The later guns, in yeah. the
0: game, you get a better. Terminator gun. Mm-hmm. There's a better Terminator gun that shoots purple. If you see the purple, you eventually get that. Mm-hmm. Get that. Oh, okay, and cool. And so, but you can't use it. You can't go back and use it. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I cheesed out the thing. I somehow cheesed it to get the last achievement I needed. It got stuck on the freaking uh, terrain and just stood there. So I just kept shooting in the face until it died. <laughs> wow,
3: that's 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 wild. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, you have to run around and get it to shoot. You have to shoot the barrels. The light up barrels, because right. they explode and do damage to it. And I'm doing that, I'm doing that, and eventually it got stuck, and I was like, oh. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, look, it's dead. I finally got the last achievement I needed. <laughs> so, there, you go. there is that. Now, if you're thinking about playing this game, do not, under any circumstances, play it on PC. You will want to throw your PC out the window. There is a glitch that will only occur once you get the Terminator Knife. Once you get the Terminator Knife, if you use your scroll wheel at any point to change weapons, you will fatally error exact- exit the game. You will exceptionally fatally error the game and done, you're done. You- and it just kicks you right out. So I'd be like, in the middle of a mission, I would forget that shit, use the scroll wheel, I'd be like, well, now I have to get back to that point again because I just fatal exception error right out of the game. <laughs>
3: yeah, so, I, yeah. I, that's, that stinks I mean I haven't had any technical issues on the PS4. Um, I will say that uh, there is a platinum trophy uh, there is a platinum trophy for this game uh, that is correct so that, that's just a correct.: Oh no,
0: no I didn't see that. I looked that up and I purposely looked that up. are you sure?
3: Yes oh,
0: okay, because i don't there's nothing like that on the um on the PC side, so I purposely looked it up. I looked up the trophy list. On- there is a
3: platinum trophy I just Okay. I haven't gotten around to finishing the game because, like I said, Paper Beast and that issue with my PS4, like, wrap my attention up, so I was just like, I gotta figure this out. I have and, to do the same
2: thing with my PS4. It sucks.
3: Yeah, it's... It, I lost, you didn't well, do it I yet forgot then. to mention, I had 4,000 screenshots in there from God knows when, when I started taking screenshots, and I had video clips, and they are now digital dust, so... Yeah, that well, that's why, man. yeah,
2: that's why I'm, when I'm going to do it, I have a 4 terabyte external, so I'm just going to wipe that back up, like, do a hard backup of everything, which will take... I, I talked to one of the techs here in town, and he said, it'll probably take about 72 hours to back up the 500 gig hard drive and wow. reload it, just to do the hard drive, and then I have to re-download everything on the 4 terabyte. so...
3: Technology, um, man. When um, my PS4 but...
2: finally gets fixed, uh, I'll do
3: that. Yeah, but back to Terminator... Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, I mean, it sucks about the PC thing, but at least you had the gorgeous visuals and stuff, right?
0: Yes, I did have the gorgeous and, visuals, and- so I just wish it didn't destroy it. And sometimes it wasn't even the scroll wheel, sometimes it was just where you stood, so then you had to remember the exact spot you couldn't stand, because I think if you mess the A up, I uh, the A up enough, like, I'd be like, oh, let me hide in this building where the AI is supposed to come to you in certain battles, and it couldn't get to you, so it just kick you right out of the game. Like, <laughs> Good job.
3: Right. That kind of reminds me when I was playing um, Way of the Passive Fist. I actually threw, grabbed a, an object, and threw it off screen, and uh, it said something. It had like, I had the code. It was like a billion hashtags and the at signs and all this other stuff on a regular screen, and then the game crashed. And I'm just like, damn. I mean, I love this game, but you, y'all didn't think about like me throwing in something off screen that's gonna crash, you know? Like, but. Well, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, but that's good. I'm I'm really glad that you loved it and I can't wait to see this final battle that you speak of and um I I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed uh, your experience. It's going to probably be the last Terminator game we ever get. <laughs> for Would you guys recommend picking it up?
0: Yes, just not on PC.
3: I'd say yeah, like 14.99 would be the sweet sweet spot cuz I think it's 30 bucks. Uh, or forty. And
0: to be perfectly honest, the platinum—the platinum—is not that hard in that game, so it's a good platinum. Like again, I hundred percent it, and I don't hundred percent think.
3: Yeah, it's it's so, it's a good platinum. Like it's not something just hand hand and spoon fed to you, like like a Rattlerica game. Um, well, most Rattlerica games, like this one, you you got to work for it, but it's fun, you know. And then, like I said, it's like an original story set in the world of Terminator, and there's nods to the T-800, and John Connor, and things Have of you the figured, movies, the, but...
0: the only things is, some of the things I felt a little bit, like, predictable. Like, I know who the Stranger is about halfway through the game.
3: Mm-hmm. I haven't picked up on that yet.
0: Are you haven't picked up on that? Keep going. You'll pick up on it. If you've seen any Terminator movies, you'll pick up on it. Yeah. Um, but let me move on. I also decided I was going to try My Friend is Pedro since it's on Game Pass.
5: Oh, nice! They put that in Game Pass.
2: That game's sweet. Yeah, yo,
0: straight
5: fuck PS Now. Like, I'm done. <laughs> shit's, shit's like lagging behind like ten years. It's like it's like comparing Nintendo Online to like every other on- every other online service is what PS Now <laughs> is to Game Pass. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I actually got a, uh, I got the trophy for like an S. Ranked game today. I was like really excited.
5: Yeah, uh, you showed us a screenshot today. I was like, good for you, man.
0: Yeah, and and here's the funny part. Wish I could it play. was the it was the portion of the game which I know Roberto played and beat the game where you have to ride the motorcycle. part I got amazing. the S. I got an, an S. Love on riding a motorcycle. Well, there it you was go. driving. Oh, I <laughs> think
5: you're ready for more driving games now. Maybe you should maybe you should give Dirt 2.0 a try.
1: There we go. (laughs) Um,
0: The game's fun. It's not something I can sit down and play for a long period of time. I feel that some of the levels feel almost repetitive a bit. But otherwise, it was cute. (laughs) And then, like, the last game I played was... um, Actually, two more. Slay the Spire. I beat the game with the other two characters needed, so I can now go for the final ending. Um, so I'm gonna have to beat the I have to beat the game with a character by collecting all three of the uh gems and going after the heart, which that's the part I'm up to. In case anybody plays the Slay of the Spire game. I'm very I'm very happy. This is the first roguelike I've gotten anywhere anywhere close. Uh Cory, I know you didn't understand Slay of the Spire. It is a deck building game. So if you are a magic player, uh, you would love I this. I know. Game. Well that uh,
1: uh. There's
5: so many games I want. Roller coaster Tycoon, man, you made the wrong pick.
2: What? Is he's played Spire on PlayStation, so I couldn't earn trophies. You'd want to play yes. it. You'd
0: want to
5: play it on the Switch, though. No, I want
2: trophies. You.
0: It's on sale on the Switch, though. Uh,
5: Actually, <laughs> I could ship you an American copy. What is it like? Seven dollars a GameStop, American. Slate Aspire? That deal's still going on for a brand new. Uh, for- I
0: think it's like. I think it's even cheap. I think it's nine dollars at Best Buy if you have enough
5: Yeah, it's nine brand new. brand uh, new sealed PS4
1: copy.
2: I should book this yeah, look, look this up.
1: I'll have to look it I'll have to look it up. Okay.
0: Um I also went back to Xenoblade Chronicles too. Uh because I do kinda really wanna beat that gotcha. and now that I have some downtime, I feel that, that that game just has so much involved in it that I just need you know, like you need a good block of time. So, I took over Jim's 65 inch television today and laid on the couch and played.
1: That's gotta look beautiful on a 65 inch television.
0: It does.
4: All right. Let's keep this train going.
0: And our topic of the show, which I can't even believe I found this. Uh, you read the article, right, Joe? Did anybody else read the article I sent to you guys?
3: Yes. Um, I-, I took a look. I mean, it's a very, um, I'd have to say, it's a, it's a very interesting take on things, and especially with the fact that uh, people have been thirsting for a new kind of, like, uh, hero shooter for some time that's going to do something Oh, new a space. new Counter-Strike.
0: Yeah. So let me go into this. This is a game called Valorant from uh, Riot. And you can get into uh, beta access. It's a closed beta. The only way to get into closed beta access is you have to sign up for a Riot account, you have to sign up for a Twitch account, You have to merge both of those together. Then you have to watch a specific stream from Twitch for at least an hour. And
4: then you might be granted a code. And when I say at least an
0: hour, it could be a lot more. Now, Riot Games has gotten access to your watching uh, information from Twitch. So they're using that it's believed that they're using that information to see who gets a code and who doesn't. And there's been two-fold reactions. First of all, when you stop watching Twitch or when you, like, switch over a tab, it will slow your internet connection. And Riot gets this information. So when they can see when you have slowdowns. So that might not get you a code. The other take is, is that people are finding it interesting that uh, the writer that we read, the article that I read, the writer said, that after watching it for an hour, a lot of the people that are jumping into the beta now understand the game nuances a bit better. And from seeing what they're seeing, they're taking those the, those things like, you know, how to talk to each other in a game, how to talk to your teammates, and applying it to the game. So the the beta is a little bit more fluid because now you've got these nuances that you would never have
4: by just jumping into the game. So... Roberto, what do you think about this?
1: Um
3: okay, so right now, um uh like I think that it's it's an interesting take on things. I mean the fact that it's gonna analyze your Twitch data. Um, it sounds like the game is trying to be a lot more socially integrated with the Twitch streaming and things like that. Um and be integrated more with social communication. It's um it's kinda bold. I mean it it might there's there's a lot of risks uh associated with this because it might like close the door for for many and leave it open for only a few. Uh those that have obviously big hits, lots of hits on Twitch will be ac- given access to this particular game, but um those that don't or are starting out, it might close the door on them and I so I, I'm a little bit something just isn't it's I'm a little bit like polarized by it. So it's, it's kind of like, on one hand, I can probably support the fact that maybe it might encourage people to, 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 to do a hustle and uh, be more involved in trying to get their numbers up and be a part of the, that type of thing. But on the other hand, I feel that games are like more meant to be enjoyed by everybody. And um, I think that if you are a streamer, you should just, regardless of your status, you should be able to get access.
0: Uh, what about you, Corey?
1: Um, it, it's not the first time we've
2: seen that uh, Twitch streamers are given the, like, having to... Usually it's done a little bit differently. It's not the idea that Riot works directly with Twitch. Usually it's Riot would work, or, like, the company would work directly with the streamers themselves to give out the codes. Um, I agree with Roberto. It's one of those things where we shouldn't, especially being a closed beta or way games are right now, I get it that uh, games are being locked due to certain things and closed betas should be done a certain way. I understand why I don't think they're doing this for the, the main reason, quote unquote, of what people think this is for is because it's weeding out toxicity and weeding out the things. No, it just makes people have to watch it. It's literally built so that you have to watch the game. It is just a hype train upon hype train and that's what they're building. And, like, my buddy, for example, he's got three codes, because he'll play his Xbox, turn on his, uh, th- his uh, go into a Twitch, watch a streamer, or whatever, put it on, go on his Xbox, lets it run through, and he's got three codes already for the game. Um, the idea that the problem this is running into now is now they're selling these codes for close to
0: $150. No. The, the article says that it's almost impossible that the only way to do that is you have, to, you have to sell your Twitch account as well.
2: So what people are doing, and this is where the issue comes in, is just like everything else in the world today, I have currently nine... They're
5: creating dummy accounts.
2: I, I have nine gmails. Yeah. I have access to everything. So what people are doing is they're creating dummy Twitch accounts... Or they come up with a name, they come up with an email, they come up with everything, and they're selling those accounts for for the $150. And the problem is, is once again, like I say, you're getting it where it's just causing a lot of people to do a lot of things to get access to a game, which I agree. You know what? Leave it as a closed beta and limit the codes. Great. But having to make it so that someone has to connect or Twitch then connect to Riot just to it's it's a hype train they're not doing this for any other reason but to build hype I, i'm not going to believe that this is so that they can build a positive social environment it was like i was just playing call of duty uh, with my buddy and we joined a random battle royale match and because we were playing trios and we're playing with this kid and he turned on his mic once and we told we we could tell he was a child and it was to the point of where like we're going battle hour sneaking through like a house and we engage with an enemy. We kill him and he runs up, tea bags him, shoots him in the face. Like you're going to have that happen. There's going to be toxicity in every game you play. There's no way there's
5: adults that. that still do that though.
2: That's what I mean, but there's no way to get rid of that. I think this is just a hype train. I think this is just a way of them keeping it behind. I, I mean, from what I'm seeing, what this actually game is aimed towards is actually not, um, hero shooters or overwatch people it's actually the the counter-strike people that are coming back to this game it is very counter-strike s and like even my brother and my other buddy were like i'm gonna play this game because it's counter-strike it's a new version of counter-strike and that's why they're playing it because it's 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 more of that style of game where you're not zooming in and looking down the sights of your gun you're just looking um and i think that We'll see what happens with this if other companies start working with that. But I think it's because if you look at Twitch as well, Riot Games is, what, they hold three other games that are the top most streamed games ever? So why not continue it? Uh, League of Legends is still one of the biggest games ever, esports, that ever was the biggest one to do. Dota 2 couldn't even compete with it, and League of Legends was originally a friggin' a mod that became a full-fledged game. That has become one of the biggest... It became a, a gen of games. And Riot's doing it all over again. They're they're just being like, Hey, we developed the best MOBA. Let's develop the best hero shooter. And next thing you know, it's going to be like Riot Games is going to come up with a new RPG. Or, I have no idea, but it's, it's... I think this is just a hype train. I think that's the way it's going to go. I mean, I saw J- Joe shaking
5: his head in agreement. What do you think there, Joe? I don't know. I... I don't know what to think here. Honestly, like my first thought is like, are they trying to gatekeep this thing away from like toxicity? And then I go, no, they're really not. They're trying to sell you a product, so they make you watch this hour-long video, and they're like, hey, look, this game looks awesome, and here's how to be here's how to be like really socially engaged while you're playing it, and not be a douchebag. And then it's like, okay, now you can have a code, but you have to do all this other stuff where you can get the code. So it's like. It's like the Willy Wonka of like video game giveaways. It's like, but here you gotta do all these friggin' things to get it. So, so it's it's a lot of hoops.
3: So in other words, you gotta you gotta open all the flippin' boxes of chocolate to find the one box that has the yeah, man. ticket.
5: Yes, how you've that, you've bro? got you've got to eat so many goddamn candy bars that when the teacher asks when the teacher asks how many candy bars and Charlie's like one, and he's like, how do you just eat one? <laughs> Augustus, Augustus. No, I, I think it's an interesting <laughs> idea though. Like if you think <laughs> I love the chocolate. If you think of it <laughs> yes. If you think of it from a marketing idea, it's genius. Like cause it's marketed towards people that are gonna gonna make 17 accounts. And then you've got people like Corey said who are gonna make dummy accounts and then try and sell this thing for $150 a pop. And people are dumb enough to pay for it because they want to be in with the cool shooter. Like, if this thing takes off, you're going to see them sell for like a $1,000 apiece. Okay,
2: so just, just to give an update, because remember how I was talking about the most streamed games and fun things like that? Right now, currently, on Twitch, if you look at the most viewed games, there is, from the bottom, Minecraft at 25,000 people, Are 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 doing it. 84,000 people are doing Final Fantasy. Animal Crossing 25. Music and Performing Arts. Let's just skip that garbage. Call of Duty is 132,000. <laughs> just Chatting can go friggin' jump off a bridge at 150,000. Fortnite is 126,000. Top is Valorant. Anybody want to take a guess at where it sits? Now, 200 second,
1: and- se- second place is Fortnite. Probably
0: 500,000 views.
1: 547,000 views so
2: like I said they are going they did exactly what they needed to do and they have four times the view as Fortnite and the game's been out for what
5: two weeks two
1: weeks it's and they
2: become the, the biggest hit game it's the flavor of the month
5: though like this ain't gonna last like you need to uh, build a, you need you need to make something that's as immersive as Fortnite like I never thought Fortnite would last this long but like those loot boxes are like crack no no but that's will, what that's the thing it, this, this
2: this game is being the css <laughs> the, the it's the they're going at what they've What's done the csgo
5: fans yeah so, so it's like it's done. like cs so they're gonna put loot boxes in this
2: yeah that's what it's already got loot boxes like this is what i'm saying oh, so this game Scott. here is basically taking what people like about fortnite what t- people like about overwatch and what people like about csgo and putting it all together in one game and that's why they're collecting fans from everywhere. They're just going, hey, look at that. Let's just scoop these fans. We already got the mobile market. We can leave that alone. Let's just scoop fans from here. Scoop some fans from here. Scoop some fans from here. Hey, look, we've got a game that does all three things. And you want to get free, a guaranteed. The other thing is it's guaranteed access. That's the one thing that people aren't talking about. It's not like it's like, oh, you may get access to a code. No, you watch enough, they're going to give you a code. It's They're not going to, like, limit you. So what they're doing is it's a... "Quote unquote closed beta, with five hundred thousand p- people streaming <laughs> it right now. That are giving out a code every
5: hour. It's not so closed. How many people?
2: There's probably like a million people playing this game right
5: now. Maybe like so the the closeness of it created the hype. Yeah, because you want to you want to be part of that closed." Group exactly. Of people. It's
2: just a word. It's it's the same idea when we played Fortnite, Joe, you remember the days when we used to play Fortnite? And we played the it's t- in beta. OG, the OG. <laughs> it's, it's, Fortnite and everyone's like, "Oh." And then and then Fortnite Battle Royale came out and everyone's like, "Dude, fuck, fuck this nonsense." Dude, I'm 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 playing Fortnite. Like I'm the one of the guys that played Fortnite before. No, you played Fortnite when it became popular. Same thing with Minecraft. I played Minecraft in alpha when it was $2 and you got guaranteed for life, for paying $2 for Minecraft, and then all of a sudden Minecraft, and people were like, why don't you play Minecraft, Corey? I'm like, I don't know, i spent 250 hours plus in alpha and beta, why the hell would I play the full game? Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's yeah, the it's... word, it's, it's the way it is, and I, I agree, it's neat that Twitch is doing this, I, I do like the idea that because of how they're doing it and picking certain streamers, it does bring certain people into that, but
5: it's one of those things where I don't know. It's it's I don't just know, when, 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 I mean I hope it doesn't go the way of Fortnite because when Fortnite abandoned Save the World and they're like we're just gonna do this over here and we're sucks. not gonna bring we're not gonna bring Save the World to the Switch because it, it can't handle it. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. Yeah, okay, the can't Switch can't the it. Switch
2: can't handle a game that only has four <laughs> people in a world with a bunch of NPC's over like 150 people on one map.
5: The fuck <laughs> out of here with that nonsense. It can't
1: handle it. Yeah.
0: So my opinion is, oh yeah. That, I mean, I, I kind of understand <laughs> what they're doing, but at the same time, I don't know how hot I am that they have access to your your Twitch data.
5: And like, what basically. are they re- What? Oh man, what do they really have access to? Honestly, it's your Twitch data. I mean, you're not. Twitch doesn't have porn. You're good. It, it c- no, not yet.
0: But it, coming it soon. Can see your download speeds, your upload speeds, and. You know, they can give out codes based on how well your your, your speeds are going to be. Yeah, well,
1: I giving mean, they're, they're not going to gonna...
2: be codes to people that can st- <laughs> that can stream the game. That's what they're doing. They're literally going, yeah, hey, does this person have download and upload speeds to stream this? Yeah, let's give him a code. Do they not have download speeds and upstreams speeds to stream this? No. Is it Corey's computer that crashes every time he tries to o- open Chrome while having Discord? Yeah, it is. Well, fuck that guy. Don't give him a code. He doesn't deserve it. We're going to give it to Kali with a freaking c- computer that just like looks like a tank.
0: It does look like a tank.
5: We might give we might <laughs> we might give one to Joe who has a, a freaking Lenovo that can kinda run this game, but it can't really, but he'll he'll talk about it, so we'll give it to him.
0: Yeah, so that's my point. Like, are you alright with the fact that because I have a better system that I should get a code and you shouldn't.
5: Yeah, I, mean, I am. Because you're, you're, you're the one that can play it
2: and he can. Yeah, I was gonna say you're the one that can <laughs> your computer can I I have to put Magic Arena on low graphics just so it runs <laughs> <laughs> like like, like let's 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 be honest here. I'm having to put things on like i yesterday I was gonna test playing like i the positive side, I don't have to sit there and bottleneck my computer to play like Age of Empires two because I could just run it normally and it doesn't overrun the game, so playing on your phone it'll run better, probably <laughs> my phone is probably faster than my computer, but you know donate down just like you know take that amazon link and do some shopping so that we can uh you know maybe one day I'll I'll be able to Kalai will get a new computer and then uh, you know we'll have the Kali privilege pass it on down <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's going to send it to canada by stork
0: i don't know man roberto gives me gives me uh codes for games he would have first dibs at my computer well, this is i'm
2: saying we need enough donations sure. so that the computer goes down to roberto roberto's then got a new computer Kali gets a new computer and then then gets another new computer it goes down to joe because it's easier to transfer to there than me and then Kali gets another new computer and then finally the computer will trickle down now the only thing is we only have a six month window for this to happen Because computers go obsolete so quickly that Kalai is going to need basically four new computers in six months. So we really need your guys' support to hit that Amazon link.
0: All right. Do you want to head over to our Facebook? We have questions. We have a
5: lot of questions, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Daniel Jones says, do Sony fans have a legit complaint with the PS5 controller or are they or we overreacting?
5: That shit's ugly. We're overreacting. Shit's ugly. It's still ugly. Okay, okay, I want, okay, okay. I want my Dual Shock. I want my Dual Shock design. That's all okay, I can you say. You know like, what?
2: I, I, the way the controller is built is to better work with the Dual Sense. I agree hundred percent. I think it will feel fine in our hands. We haven't seen the way the controller looks sideways. I don't understand why they haven't given us the sideways view. That's how you determine the controller. We need to see problem. how much of a curve is there. We don't know. That's the problem. Now, yes, being I don't I will agree with you on one thing. The idea that they made it white and black was probably they horrible. could have picked, they could have picked any other color base and we would have loved it.
5: But what white is and black? with not like give me a solid color. I want a solid controller the same goddamn thing with the Switch. I don't want two fucking different color Joy-Cons. I want a set with the same color. You want to know why, It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Joe, you want to know why? They're going to give you a
2: white-black one because you're going to be like, fuck this color. I'm going to go buy another one. You're going to go day one and buy another controller. (laughs) They're going to make a black solid one as, like, the
5: the add-on controller. Well, they're already going to fuck me because they're going to go, oh, you don't like this controller design? Well, here's the DualShock 5, which is the same design as the PS4 controller, but it's $80. Here you go. Yeah.
0: And I'll eat
1: that shit. About- and I'll eat that shit up and be like, "No, no, 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 no,
0: no, no." What about you, <laughs> Roberto? What do you think? Um,
3: once again, just like um you know, with with the with the way things are and 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 trying to secure that right populace and right audience for the game, it's it's um it's kind of like um it's like I said. It's like it's hit and miss. I mean, I have to agree with Joe. Like, I hope they're not trying to gatekeep this entire thing, and um, keep you know, like, and 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 all that. Because I think that everybody should have an access to to something like this. I mean, I can understand like a beta period, and for people who are serious about the game and really want to know the different mechanics and how it feels, I think that's important. But um, I'd also have to say that general feedback is also very important. On one hand. Beta access among Twitch streamers, it, it shows, like, the, these are people who are serious, who are going to be able to play the game, stretch it out, break it, build, play it, build it. Maybe this might not be something that an everyday Twitch streamer would, would you know, would, would be able to, like, participate in. Roberto. And, uh, what? Roberto. What We're happened?
0: answering our fans' questions. How about the,
3: what the ps <laughs> oh, okay. controller looks I'm like. I'm so Sorry. <laughs>
0: You
5: just, wait, um, you didn't did you, wait. You didn't talk about the PC. Wait, did you talk about the PC game?
3: <laughs> I don't think Roberto oh did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it's no, it's long okay, long. man. It's been a Ooh. long week.
5: I think you actually said that like 10 minutes ago in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so All
0: we're... right. Daniel Jones asked, "Do Sony fans have a legit complaint with the PS5 controller, or are they or we overreacting?"
3: <sighs> no, it's it looks good. I like it, you know, I'm, I mean, it's, like, it's large, it looks, like, familiar, and it looks like the other dual shot controllers, I, I'm sure it's gonna be nice and comfortable, and, you know, for, for you know, people with larger, uh, dexterity and in, in, in pl- hand placement, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think it looks ugly, it doesn't look like that boomerang that was, like, for the PS3. Oh, yeah! Really like. it's, the
2: boomerang it's, for PS3, the silver boomerang.
3: Whatever the hell that was.
2: The
5: banana. Um, See, that shit never made the light of day, and you wanna know why? Because we don't need banana. change people. Hashtag no yo, I, changing the controller yo, design. I'll, I'll prove why they changed it. Who No, I want to hear in, what in, Roberto has to say. I don't need all right. Roberto, continue your thought process, please.
3: Yeah, it's just it's it's not it looks good. I mean, I'm I'm curious as to see what more the controller will do. Will there will have a built-in like there's some people who had a concept like it had like the touchpad would have like a built-in LED screen or whatever and um Different sensors and different like, and the map you know, button like diff- like yeah just um it, it's i mean it, it looks it, it looks like a pretty sleek controller I'd have to say change the color scheme uh the classic uh either the black and blue ps2 thing would be pretty cool the black and red of ps3 would be pretty cool the gray of course from the original playstation would be pretty neat
5: that would be cool I'd buy yeah. that i mean the the white and blue looks pretty sleek If that's going to be the same, like if the console is going to match that exact design, the controller is like the like it's going to be solid white with like those blue lights. I did (laughs) you
2: see the concept design for that, where someone did a concept of what the the console would look like like that? It looks sweet. Looks sweet. But but I know why they changed the controller. Vote of hands. I mean, and only uh, we can see it. Who owned a PlayStation as their first console, not an Xbox? Like, right. Wait, like then, a PlayStation 1? Are... No, 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 no. So, for example, Joe, did you play... I know, right? Did you play an Xbox 360 or a PS3 first? Or PS4?
5: Xbox 360. I've been
3: PlayStation what? all the way. Okay, Kalai? I mean, I think... I mean, technically, Xbox... If you factor in the Best Buy demo booth when Call of Duty 2 came out, but that was... Yeah, doesn't
2: count. That doesn't count. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so Kalai, what about you? Xbox 360 or PS4 3 first?
0: Xbox. So see, this is where. So this is the reason. And it's not Xbox. It's not Xbox Four. PlayStation Four. It's Xbox. It's PlayStation Three. Xbox versus PlayStation. I don't know. I earned. It. Yeah, yeah.
2: So what I'm getting at is, a lot of us move from Xbox to PlayStation. So the biggest complaint for a person that owns an Xbox moving to a PlayStation is the controller. What's no, it? I was a
5: PS2 gamer though. So I, it was no, like I know, coming back
2: home for me. What I'm saying is the people that went to the 360 and are coming out of this, I have a feeling why they've designed it this way and made it look this way is it's more friendly to Xbox players to move to a PS5. They're trying to mm. still take over the market of the Xbox. I think that's why they did it, but that's my opinion. Clyde, what do you think about I the am... white-black thing?
0: I don't care about the color, because if you're all looking about the color,
1: it sucks. doesn't matter. Yes, it does. And
0: I'm, and I'm just going to wait and buy a pink one when they... Put out a pink one. Actually. No, it's
1: good because it's going to be fucking pink
5: and white. You're not going to get... like these. It, they've already shown me that they're not doing solid color designs again.
0: But pink pink and white is fine. I
5: mean, we're they didn't a... do solid color designs for the uh, PS4 except for black and like what? Like a few other colors? All the rest the of them are PS... two-tone. The PS3 ones are all
2: two-tone.
0: The PS4 had some really nice colors. Yeah,
2: the PS3, a lot of the controllers are uh, solid black bottoms with uh, colored tops sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I but don't. I was saying like a, a lot of them were... Not the red, blue, or was it red, blue, and one of the other ones was uh two uh, solid colors. Every other one was two-toned where it would be a black bottom usually, and then like the camo tops or whatever, so.
0: I'm actually excited for the new PlayStation controller because it it looks like it's going to be easier for my hands. Uh One of the problems I do have with the current controller is that because it's small, my hands cramp even harder.
5: Oh, I never even thought of that. For people with small hands, um, yep. one of my big takeaways from it is I think it's going to be more um, transferable to a PC player, and I think that's why they might have changed the design as well because I just it's, think trans- it's less cramp.
1: It transfers,
0: yeah. Because think about it. The other thing you guys aren't thinking about is that the people who are playing PlayStation, we've been playing games for so long that we're getting into our mid age range here. I mean, we're the master so, race, like- so like. Yeah, well, you're going to start to get arthritis, and they're trying to keep. If they open up your hands, that's going to be a lot easier on arthritis. The, the so. thing
2: that people also don't realize is that the dual sense technology that they're putting into the controller has to fit. I mean,
1: and they fit it from that, Nintendo, so I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. But to fit that, it has to be big enough to fit in there. That it's the full controller length, and I think that that's a lot of the reason why the controller looks the way it does. Because you can't fit all that stuff into the ps5 controller like the ps4 but it's gonna i don't know i'm not gonna hold my grudges until i hold one in my hand then i will bitch and complain
0: all right so andrew middlemoss says non-gaming related question how you folks holding up gaming related question are you playing any as service types games at the moment i mess around with for honor and gears of five to kill time roberto
3: so, For Honor or Gears of War to kill time? Um, hmm.
1: No, do oh. you play any games of service?
3: Oh. Um, games of service? <sighs>
1: kind of what he's right getting Right
3: now, out. no. Not really. I mean, I've been playing a lot of single player stuff. I was playing Star Wars Battlefront 2, which kind of lost its games as a service type title after the microtransaction fiasco.
5: It's a damn good um, game, though.
3: Yeah, now it's good. I mean, I, I kind of want to revisit it, you know, because I picked up Rise of Skywalker and, you know, yeah, let's squat up. On. Let's go. So we um, get that platinum. Hmm. Uh, well, pff, I don't think that's going to happen. But
5: um, if, if we squat it up, we could get it. We need like eight people though. So let's find what? eight people who own the game that are willing to what play. Game? <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront Two. Jesus.
0: <laughs> All right. What about you, Corey?
2: I'm holding up fantastically fine. Um, Like, oh yeah, the thing I forgot to mention with Final Fantasy VII, and my mentioning my comment of my sleep schedule is that uh, me and Kathy are both using the same PS4 and the same game. So the way it works right now is she goes to bed at eight o'clock at night. I wake up at eight o'clock. I wake up around three o'clock in the afternoon. Wake up, play Animal Crossing, and then I play video games all night. And then she wakes up and plays Final Fantasy VII, and I go to bed. So um, for me. Uh, I play a lot of uh, Modern Warfare uh, Warzone right now. Uh, partly because my full version of Call of Duty is in my PlayStation, which is 400 miles away from me. Other than that, um, I play Warzone with my buddies. Just because of being cross-play, I can play with my brother on Xbox and my other buddy on PC. So, it's definitely something to kill some time where they're like, hey, want to take an hour and go play some games? I'm like, sure. Let me stop doing whatever and do that i mean for for games with service that's pretty much all i really play um the only other game i can think of that even does that is like i know borderlands is kind of having that little thing where they have little events i don't know if you count that as game of service and like division does the same thing so it, i don't know it's weird to what we classify as games with service compared to non-games with service now it's just almost like it we expect it out of big title games nowadays what are you, Joe? What do you play? Because I know you're just a trophy hunting little guy over there, and you just—if it doesn't have trophies, you don't—you don't, you don't want to touch it.
5: <laughs> okay, so first off, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm alive. Um, my family's doing good. We're kind of like trying to beat this whole thing over here, and kind of just only go shopping once a week and keep it, you know, keep it pretty self contained here at the household, Casa de Priestley. Um. But what have I been playing? Uh as far as games of service or anything that's like online based or based around online? Because right, that was the question, right? Collab, was anything that was online yeah. based. Um so Andrew, to answer your question, I've been playing I, I do uh I do math with Corey, aka the
1: division. We call it doing math. Not doing math, I said math. Um so <laughs> so <laughs> So we play The Division
5: every once in a while. We haven't played in a while, but I would say that's the closest to an online game that I still play. Other than that, maybe Animal Crossing? Because there is some online connectivity, and there is like a a time system, and it's kind of a controlled game. You can't really just do whatever the fuck you want
1: unless you time travel, and those people can die in a fire.
0: I am doing wonderful, thank you for asking. Uh, My biggest uh game would probably be the Borderlands series. I am currently on the pre sequel with, with my friend Carl. We played eight hours on Sunday, so we're already half like halfway through the game. It's a great
5: game.
0: I know. And we played I played Borderlands three on Saturday with Jim. And the current events uh are almost disruptive to the amount of legendary loot we're getting oh, <laughs> that every yeah. two seconds and we have we have to stop to look at our new guns.
1: I needed and, to do okay,
5: that so. just so I can like totally like make it they're
2: doing it right now. I already told you. Oh, you I know,
5: need, I need to do with like, us. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, there's, like, three events going on. Yeah, I need to do so it, though,
5: like, so I can, like, prep myself to, just to beat the game by myself, pretty much. Because if I have enough legendary guns, I won't need anybody else's help. Well,
2: they, 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 well the problem is they're legendary to your level. So you're going to have an issue where you need to max out your character
1: and then pick up legendary loot, so.
0: Pretty much. Fuck All me, the then. All right, the next question comes from Levi. Has the game Stuff Squad all finished the Remedy Trilogy? Alan Wake, Quantum Break, and Control, and if not, what seems to be the holdup? Top developer, top tier games, get it.
5: I'll go first. Uh, no, because Xbox sucks, and I don't own one, so I can't play Quantum Break because it's not available anywhere else. Um, I've played Alan Wake. That game is amazing. It's probably one of my favorite games of all time. Very underrated game. If you guys haven't played it, you should check it out.
2: Duracell the uh, game,
5: what? It's Duracell the game. Duracell, Dur. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah batteries, <laughs> batteries, 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 batteries in that game. Oh no, I'm out of batteries.
2: Better pick up let's some look, Duracells, man. Those are some batteries. Are
5: fucking hard. Um. Other than that, the other one was what? Uh, it's Quantum Break. Control. Control, right? Control. I have not started Control. I downloaded it to my PS4. It's on my list. It's Levi. It's probably in the top five games I want to start next. It's just Kind of prioritizing what I already started and trying to beat those games first before starting anything new because that's why I have a massive backlog because I have an issue. It's called buying games and I need to talk to my sponsor. And if she says it's okay to start,
1: I mean, maybe I'll start it. Roberto, what um, about you, man?
0: Yeah. For
3: which one again? <laughs> Alan
1: Wake.
2: Alan oh. Wake. Uh, no, Kavana have you. Break yeah, have you played? And Control. The series of games
3: i played them all. Quantum Break and Control from Quantum Well, Games. I never played Alan Wake or Quantum Break. I mean, I can remember when Alan Wake came out in in May of 2010 and everybody was it was a mouthwatering sensation. Um May was a crazy month that year in June. Um Quantum Break I saw I really wanted to play. I never got a chance to. Um So, um but uh Control I do have. And I do like how it's—it's it's definitely meshing this intellectual, mixing of great storytelling and action. I mean, I—I'll definitely play Control.
0: Uh, Corey.
1: Uh, I have to agree with Joe. Um, I've played Alan Wake. Sur- surprise,
2: surprise! I did buy a, a three sixty at some point in my life and twice, and uh, played played Alan Wake. So I thought it was a great game. Once again, Quantum Break. I just. I may require I I may get an Xbox 1 soon not buying it maybe getting one so if I do get it it will be probably one of the games I pick up and same thing with for control right now it's one of the games I would like to play uh but just due to everything going on uh I have to pick the games that I really want to play if I'm going to buy them like Cyberpunk and things like that so it's pick and choose and right now I'm choosing something else but it's definitely a game series I want to go back to for sure
0: I have played the first two chapters of Alan Wake. I've played all of Quantum Break and Control. I love them all. Alan Wake, I'm restarting per your suggestion. However, I didn't really have much time to play today because my headset is messed up and my new headset comes, back, comes in tomorrow. And I can't play in my room without a headset right now because so, Jim works and a, takes meetings after meetings.
5: That's some first world so, shit right there. That's a first world problem right there. Oh no, my head, my headphones.
0: Exactly. So, but I'm going to try and play uh, Alan Wake per your suggestion. Our next question comes from Matt G, who is stimulating the economy by using his stimulus check to get um, computer parts and build his new computer. So congratulations. Um, I tried playing Detroit Becomes Human as I loved Heavy Rain, but I've been bored with it so far. Should I push through or move on to more interesting games? What games did you have to push through? And we're glad you did. Roberto, you go
1: first. Roberto. Detroit Detroit Become Human. human.
3: Push through. Push through. I mean, everyone knows that a great story has to have some kind of a beginning and has to have some kind of conflict, some kind of mystery, some kind of chain events. And how the heck can you be bored at the beginning when you have to save that girl from the hostage crisis? How? How do you get bored of that? You are a negotiator. An android negotiator. You have computer parts in your brain that calculate the things like sweat and panic and, and this, the possibility that this is going to happen that's going to happen. Like It's it's like being Samuel L. Jackson the negotiator but way cooler in some cases without the, the, the M- mother effer part because he's the master of the M- mother effer word. But like, how are you bored? I don't get that but push through. Please push through. Um, In terms of games that I have to push through Oh uh, Nothing really of recently. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I think Game of Thrones, like the the, the, the Telltale series, right now, because like the first episode, like the, the first how the first episode is tiring, and then there's this big thing that happens at the end, and then you go to the second episode, it just kind of like halts, and then you're like, because you want to find out what happened to this one character.
5: No, Pat. no, I didn't. I literally sat there with my PS4 controller, and I was, and I played, and I played, I I don't remember what I did. I think I watched a movie, and I literally just kept hitting the fucking X button during Game <laughs> of Thrones. I was like, all right, let's get this platinum.
1: XXXXX, X, 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 didn't care. And I love the show, but I was like, the game? No. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Jurassic
0: Park's
5: better uh, uh, than that.
0: All right, Joe, what do you think? Should he push through?
5: Yes. Yeah, I definitely think he should push through, because... I, for one, loved Detroit Hum Human. It was probably one of my favorite games I played last year because I, I, I didn't get to play it until about last year, and I think it came out the year before that, like, late the year before that. But I played it last year, and I, I loved every minute of that game. I couldn't put it down. Like, once I started getting into the characters and, like, the story, I really... I, I like Roberto said, it, a game has to have a beginning a middle of an end, and you have to push through those early stages of the game where they're trying to set up, like, the characters and what's going on in the, in the world. And if you can't do that, you're you're, going to have a miserable time with these type of games because the way that they're built is that they're very story driven. And I I do think the first few and maybe some of the middle chapters in this game were kind of, I wouldn't say boring, but they're not as heavy as the later chapters. The later chapters are amazing. Like the the last third, the third act of this game is probably one of the best third acts in any game I played in the longest time because it's everything that you decide to do From the first chapter till the end. Leads up to this point in the game. And it really affects the game. So I'm going to say that. You should definitely push through. You should definitely push through.
0: I like the game. I mean I really really enjoyed it. But I was gripped from the beginning. And I like the. um, I like of course. Dr. Avery. I can't. I can't think (laughs) of the guy. The guy's name who plays him. But he's from. Gray's Anatomy. He's the artist android. If I would push through to at least the point of meeting all three characters and then take it from there. If you don't if any of them doesn't really grip you, then I would give up. So um games that I've been stuck through and pushed through, hmm. That's a hard question. Probably the Mass Effect trilogy at first i had trouble with that one but wound up pushing through it like restarting it pushing through it and was like oh i understand it now um that's all i can think of all right
1: wait and our last
0: oh Oh, oh, i'm sorry cory i'm so sorry cory go on i'm getting tired i'm so sorry
2: that's okay um for me I would say push through. I mean, I personally will agree. I did not push through either. So, you know, we're in the same boat. And it's not because I didn't like the game and I'm not intrigued in it. It's just for me, the problem I run into, like with Joe, I have a list of games that I'm trying to beat in order. And the problem is, is I I will beat a game and then I'm like, okay, well, I've played too much of this game right now. I have to switch to another game. So like pushing through is like pretty much every game on my backlog list. There's so many games that I have like, uh, doom. Uh, 2016 Doom, great game I just played through it, got stuck died a bunch of times, I'm like, okay, I want to put this down pick it up s- four months later, beat the game within, you know, four days Um, I- I- it happens to me all the time uh, it's a common thing uh, there's not too often in games do I sit there and just play a game so much that I beat it within the first, you know, four days of it being out, like Final Fantasy the weird part is, the last time I had this happen was Final Fantasy 15. Where I in a week and a half I beat it and platinum to
1: Final Fantasy fifteen. So that's insane. Seventy two hours.
4: So all right, and our last co-
0: question, very important question, comes from CJ. Why are there no sausage sausage dog simulators in the market?
3: That's a very fair question. I mean, you got you got uh, what was it the. Goat, What's that one? Cat, you have cat la- goat simulator cat lateral damage you've got a vr dog game coming out uh, according to psvr oh. without parole i forgot what it's called but it looks it looks like <laughs> they, something from the ps2 era it doesn't that look game looks good.
2: hilarious did you see the trailer did you actually like yeah, yeah if you actually watched the like... trailer i'm like so there's no like you don't see your own face you don't see your mouth it's just like you push two buttons you either have be good dog or bad dog oh that's what it's called it's called good boy or something or good dog
3: yeah oh boy oh my god um and you've got bus simulator airport simulator farm simulator so he has a fair point i would like to see a um you know husky simulator corgi simulator what what about Uh, i
5: mean i would call it like i would call it like box it hound
3: or art
2: Cat and Simulator? Or... What about if we had the Sausage Dog and it worked out like kind of one of those games where like, you know, the old Snake games where the more he ate, the bigger he got and he have to eat hot dogs. And then it would just be like this giant thing of you trying to control this dog as he was getting longer and then that way there it would control with the environment and crash your computer and it would be like a game testing thing and then that way Kalai would actually play it and be like, look at me benchmark my PC I can get my dog to be 63 kilometers
1: long and then make it so it doesn't crash my game. Right. So um, it's like snake eater, kind of? Yeah. With a sausage dog. Hmm. Someone needs to make that. Aren't they, I mean, aren't they wiener dogs, simulators. first of all?
2: Cat, cat, a sausage cat lateral dog. damage, platinum right here. That game was great.
0: But here's, here's a question I have for you guys.
5: Hmm.
0: What if by sausage dog, he means like a hot dog? Because he's Australian.
5: No, I, I don't know if he means a hot dog or if he means like a wiener dog. A wiener dog, yeah, a doxie, right, a right. It right. So
0: I'm gonna say the that there should be a a sausage dog, as in like a hot dog simulator, in a tone to, because there is an I Am Mayo game.
5: No, oh, so you just tap on the <laughs> sausage. What about what about if we have it where I like mean, it's how
0: a- many guys? Wait, I have to ask how many guys wouldn't want to tap on a sausage?
3: Right. Um, th- not to interrupt, <laughs> but like um, I like to I like to play so- it my The sausage. wiener dog could be called like a dashund. Um, like, I just Googled it. Um, the nicknames for the breed include Wiener Dog, Sausage Dog, Doxy, Dashy.
1: Oh, there you
5: so, go. It, so, Sausage um, but, Dog is a thing. Maybe that's the way they say it in Australia.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm an Australian dog lover, and it's called Dashund, D-A-C-H-S-H-U-N-D. So maybe he's and, talking about uh, actual hot dogs, then. The, why are they called Sausage Dog? Because it's, it's the German origin, literally means badger dog, and Hund is, is it, Dash is European dad, or Hund is dog. And because they're long and narrow, they are often nicknamed Wiener Dog or something. Wiener dog, dog, yep. So, a lot of them. Anyways, so, there you go.
0: Oh, thank you for ruining my joke there.
2: Oh, see, what I thought would be cool, oh, man, I just that's... thought about a perfect game, <laughs> is if we had, like, a hot dog simulator, where it'd be a, you'd be a guy with a hot dog cart, in VR, in New York, and you would have it where like you try to give out hot dogs and people would like spit on them, spit on you on your shoe, and then you could smack them and like run your hot dog, and then you'd be like, ah, it's dollar twenty five. He's like, I only have a dollar, and I'm like, you fucking give me twenty five cents, you stupid bum. And then you could smack them and then take their money, and then it'd be like, <laughs> what? Dotto with hot dog simulator.
5: I I think it should be a hot dog simulator where a Doxit Hound sells hot dogs at a hot dog cart. Oh, there we go. There we,
2: there we go. Yeah. And then you have to hire things to like get advertisement for your cart. Like you get a, yep. a sign flipper and then you get like a another and one I that's like a, for- we- what about a wiener dog that's dressed up like a with a wig. Like get the blonde wig, <laughs> lipstick on and then it's like trying to like lure people to your hot dog cart.
5: There you go. You have to wear different disguises to lure different kind of a sales associates. Yeah, yeah, the big, yeah. You, gotta, build-
2: you can't look like a dog because they won't sell hot. You won't, they won't allow you to have a business like license as a wiener dog. So you have to dress oh up Oh my like god, this being. is the greatest game ever. And you have to you have, to have a, one of your <laughs> costumes will be wearing a top, like wearing a, a top hat and a mustache.
0: <laughs> Alright, thank you guys. If you do like us, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Twitter at GameStuffCast. You can go to our Facebook. Just search "Game Stuff Podcast." Ask for an invite and uh, be nice. We'll let you in.
4: Mm-hmm. You can
0: also check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Proven Gamer. If you would like to get in touch with any of us, you can find us all on Twitter. Uh, Roberto is at Jehuti eighty eight. That's J E H U T Y eighty eight. Uh, Corey as is is at the Grounded Gamer. Uh two D du- two D's, double D, correct?
2: Yeah, no E double D.
0: Yes. And Joe is uh m- at Mr. T M N T eighty four, that's capital M, lowercase R, capital T M N T eighty four. Um at Kali twenty one, that's K-A-A that's K-A-L-A-I, the number twenty-one but the best place to get us is in the facebook group cuz that's where we like to talk a lot. We have a lot of good conversations going on and we have a lot of amazing people. So please get in touch with us over there. Um if you uh would like to help us out, just go to amazon.com. I'm sorry, just go to provinggamer.com. Click on any amazon link, do your shopping like normal. We also have a humble bundle uh sponsorship. You just go to our uh, show notes, click on the humble bundle link, do all of your shopping like normal. It helps out our um, our sponsor, Extra Life. We are doing this for the children. Um, if you would like to also help us out and have cool stuff in the process, we have a merchandise store now. And, you know, we have, like, hoodies with our logo on it. It's kind of really cool. If you like our show, check out our other shows at Trophy Whores and PG Spoilers. I also want to thank Isaac Sago uh, for our logo. And the band Take Away the Ugly You can find all of their information in our show notes. So thank you for listening, I will see you on the next episode of Stuff.
3: Thank you very much for your support, the questions, and keep them coming, guys. May the Force be with you. Stay safe, stay well, stay healthy, and wash your hands. See you next week.
2: And make sure you guys send uh, Joe there some messages about beating Final Fantasy VII, because as soon as he does, we're going to have uh, a JK uh, Stuff extra episode of us talking about what we thought about Final Fantasy VII, completely with all spoilers. But not until he beats the game. So you guys send shit tons of messages to him, tell him to beat that game
5: and get off his lazy ass. Uh, so guys, look for uh the first ever game stuff official video game, Hot Diggity Dog, uh the hot dog selling simulator this summer. Um, but for real, guys, stay safe. Uh, like Roberto said, uh wash your fucking hands. Don't be dirty fucking schmo. And I mean, know we all like to play video games and not shower and not wear deodorant when we go to conferences but we need to like pull it together in this time of crisis and uh put some deodorant on so with that being said i'll check you guys later and uh thanks for listening to game stuff